Hello and welcome. You are listening to Onside, the Southeast favourite sports show with me, Darren Morgan. We talk everything sports related every Thursday evening at 8pm. The main theme of today's programme is the topical issue of concussion in sport today. Today's programme is stacked as we discuss the topical issue of concussion in sport today with boxing and rugby coach Kieran Kennedy. We are also joined by Emer Power and Holly Meany who have come up with a device to prevent further concussions and head trauma in rugby. I took to the streets to find out the strangest way you've ever injured yourself and we also opened up our Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram accounts to find out Ireland's favourite sporting anthem. To keep up to date on all things to do with the show, follow us on Snapchat, Facebook and Twitter at Onside or text our WhatsApp line on 083 197 1321 to keep up with the discussion. We are Blue and White. We are WLR. Concussion in sports today is a very topical and important issue, with many more concussions being documented. Each year, it is estimated that 13,000 people in Ireland acquire brain injury. In a survey carried out by Acquire Brain Injury Ireland, in partnership with the Gaelic Players Association on concussion in sports, 54% of those surveyed said they had been concussed while playing sports. 44% of those who said yes admitted they had been concussed more than once. 58 continued to play with a concussion while 42% admitted to returning to play before being symptom free. These findings from this survey are very alarming and just highlight how big of an issue concussion actually is in sports today. So a lot of people ask what is concussion? So concussion essentially is a brain injury caused by trauma that is transmitted to the brain either directly or indirectly and results in impairment of brain function. Concussion is a hidden injury. You know you can't see it. It's not like a cut on your leg or a broken leg it is undetected and thus so is misunderstood by players coaches parents and volunteers to get a better understanding on this topic from the viewpoint of a coach involved in high contact sports we are joined by kieran kennedy Okay, I'm delighted to be with Kieran Kennedy today. Kieran is a rugby coach and a boxing coach with Warford City Rugby Club and St Paul's Boxing Club. Kieran, delighted to have you today. Thank you. My first question, Kieran, is it's very unique that you're involved in both the rugby and boxing as a coach. And from being involved in these two very high contact sports, we're doing a programme on concussion. Have you witnessed many concussions in your time as both a rugby coach and a boxing coach? More at rugby, to be honest with you, than at boxing. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's a very physical sport and it's it's often just witnessing from the sideline, you know, a knee in the head or, you know, uh, hitting the ground too hard. Um, the only t- person I saw getting concussed was my own son and he got a knee in the head by his first cousin, which was totally accidental. And he had a lump like a golf ball within minutes. But he was taken off. He was looking after. Yeah. He was brought to hospital. He was fine. See, many yeah. times, even in important matches, instance like that they'd be brought back right back on like that's the real culture that's wrong I think and something that needs to be addressed straight away you know yeah, well, it is. Uh, you'll see it with the professional, with Ireland and that now. Once you have a head injury, you're gone. Yeah. And I think all the clubs are getting very responsible like that. And, and you know, the people on the ground in, in clubs, in Watford City Rugby Club and St. Paul's Boxing Club and everywhere else, they do so much work and they are so dedicated and, and they are so caring um, that they deserve great praise. But they do need help sussing out someone with concussion. You won't have a medic there every time. So showing them, like, what is concussion? And what checks to do for concussion would be very important that at least a couple of the coaches on the floor or in the rugby on the pitch at the time can diagnose that and help the child or, or get whatever medical attention they need. 
And just talking boxing, do you think that the head guard protects youths effectively? Yeah, I, I would. But I think the head guard in boxing, in my mind, um, would protect more from cuts, mm, yeah. head bumps mm-hmm. than concussion. I think if you're hit hard enough, it's generally you're going to get concussed whether you have a head guard or not. But I do think it should be left on for the youths, most definitely mm. for the moment, yeah. Just a question on the rugby. Do you think that some sort of headgear should be introduced into rugby or would it be too hard to introduce something like that? I think it's too restrictive and it's up to the individual whether they want to wear it or not. Talking boxing, weight cuts in boxing, very important element of the sport. But many boxers are, who are given no nutritional advice and can become very dehydrated and a fatal blow to the head could be the end of yeah. their night, you know? Yeah. What do you think of this? Yeah, from all levels of boxing, weights are watched. And with young people, I am totally against young people being starved too much, boiled down too much, mm. losing too much weight. Do you think coaches should be nutritionally trained in boxing clubs, even amateur boxing clubs? There's so much money gone in with grants now with most boxing clubs. Do you think that they should be trained up nutritionally so that they would be able to give advice to, say, young children making weight cuts? Most definitely. I think it's very important. Mm. From child protection to food to everything. I think even, not to mind weight cuts, just to get them to eat the proper stuff. Because a lot of kids don't eat the proper stuff. And, And eating the right food will give you the energy and 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 the vitality and you know the strength to to train and train harder the right drinks you know a little bit of salt in the water makes a big difference to stop you dehydrating little tips like that could mean a lot and yes definitely i think everyone should have trained in it just going back to concussion the kind of culture have changed a lot with a lot of information and some people say that would have went into a contact sport are kind of saying oh no wait i'm not going to do boxing because i'm going to get a concussion how can we educate children to say okay it is a high contact sport but not to make them fearful of the sport either rugby or boxing or any high contact sport well well, with boxing young people are protected very well we have some of the best referees in the world in in Ireland for boxing they do not let it go any further than two three digs and they'll stop it so uh, this is what I'm saying the concussion rates in amateur boxing are minimal because we have such good referees yeah definitely Kieran, that's uh, that's it for today thanks a million for coming in it was brilliant having you here pleasure thank you it's my Waterford, Waterford. your Waterford. Waterford our Waterford because together we are WLR some fantastic stuff there from the viewpoint of a coach involved in two very high contact sports campaigning about concussion is never about trying to stop people from playing sports it is a call for a change a change in concussion education guidelines and an increased awareness among young players and parents in sports we never want to turn people off the sports we want them to enjoy it without having to worry about concussion two girls from the mercy secondary school waterford may have just found the answer to spark this change they join us in studio after blow your mind from Dua Lipa, an artist who has exploded onto the pomp scene recently Emer Power and Holly Meany, both 14, from the Mercy Secondary School Waterford, developed a topical device which they hope can play a major role in making rugby a safer sport. Emer and Holly's project, Prevention of Further Concussions and Head Trauma Due to Early Detection, was one of the standout projects from this year's BT Young Scientist Award. I'm delighted to have Emer and Holly in studio with me today. Guys, it's a pleasure to have you here. 
Thank you. Thank you. So first question is, can you just explain to listeners what your idea is? Um, so basically what we've done is we've created a small piece of technology which will fit into a scrum cap. So when a player is playing rugby, people on the sideline like medical staff and coaches can see straight away if a player has a concussion or not. And how would this device work? Um, so what it does is it picks up the force of a tackle and the angle and acceleration. So they all these things factor into a how a concussion is received so the technology is able to pick up all of this and process it so that the people on the sideline can see straight away if they have a concussion. Would the device be quite expensive or could it be easily accessible to amateur clubs? What what kind of are you aiming at at the professional level or amateur level? Uh, we're really aiming at a kind of amateur level that don't have top level um, medicals like a equipment like maybe some of the top professional rugby clubs have. So the scrum cap we have that we were using as a prototype was only 10 euro and the actual device is around 30 euro so that's only 40 euro for a lot of games seeing just protecting concussion yeah. so sounds brilliant and can you tell me how this idea came about what are your motivations behind the idea well we both play rugby and we were at a match one day and we saw that one of the men got concussed and they like didn't have the proper like technology that could actually determine if it was a concussion or not and he got sent back onto the field but we don't know was it a concussion or not but still we want to minimise the risk in case anyone had a concussion that they wouldn't be sent back onto the field. Okay and can you explain in relation to concussion what is second impact syndrome? Um, so second impact syndrome is basically if you did play rugby and you managed to pick up a concussion, if you leave that settled down and you treat it with rest and you just kind of mind yourself for the next few weeks, then you're going to be okay and you best start playing. But if you go back, say a week after you get a concussion, if you're not aware you have one, then it could leave serious injuries to your brain or it could leave memory loss and things. And is this what the device protects against? Is uh, that, that's the main function? Yeah, that's one of the main ones because it's the most common out of all the injuries that come out of concussion. A big question that a lot of rugby people will be asked, would it interfere with the flow of the game? Um, well, no, because it's a tiny little chip in a scrum cap, which like it's not very bulky. It's only a tiny little chip. So people could just wear the scrum cap and continue playing rugby as if it wasn't on. Would there be lots of stops in the game because of... Um, I wouldn't say so. It's just that it would be like a protocol that if someone like went past a certain... If they went past a certain force that the coaches would be able to see, OK, there's a high risk that they might have a concussion. So they can just be taken off for a HIA, some, a sub put on. And then if they're found that they don't have a concussion, they can just be put back on again. And do you have any future plans to, to develop this device or commercialise the device? Because I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, thank you. Um, we are hoping to make a few prototypes just to see do they work and um, we have to test it on rugby players during the match hopefully so our club water park are going to help us out with that so hopefully we'll be able to promote it more and see can we make it into a small little business okay brilliant girls that was brilliant and I just, if i had the money i'd invest in the, <laughs> in the uh, product but uh, where can people uh, find out more about the product or find out more about yourselves well, I suppose that um, if people were really interested and if there's any entrepreneurs out there, they could always email us. Brilliant. Thanks a million, girls. Thank you. On 94.8, 95.1 and 97.5, we are WLR.
fantastic idea there by both Holly and Emer as less than 10% of concussions are actual knockouts. A perception is that to be concussed you have to be knocked out on the floor or unconscious. That's not the case at all. This leaves 90% of concussions to be detected by the coach or reported by the player. This statistic shows the necessity for the device that they both have developed. We see it all the time like a player being brought back onto the field after concussion. In local games and even in international games we see with Johnny Sexton sometimes. Most coaches are believers of or play on it's only a few minutes left you'll be grand hopefully this device will put a stop to this and ultimately change the culture of concussion in sports today which needs to be done WLR like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter our text lines are really blown up at the moment. We received a large number of texts on the topic. People are really getting into the subject. We have received some conflicting views on the topic of concussion via Snapchat and text line. We'll just read through a few. So here is Michael from Waterford said, My son was concussed two weeks ago at a school's rugby match and his manager proceeded to bring him back on as the match was an important knockout game. Coaches need to be educated and fined in some cases for putting children in danger. Yeah, yeah, I... I definitely agree with this, Michael, you know. I'm not sure about being fine, but they definitely need to be educated, as we discussed earlier on in the show. Suzanne from Tip says, In the piece with the boxing coach when you asked about coaches not being nutritionally trained, I think that this is really important. My son is involved in boxing and I've witnessed him losing crazy amounts of weight for tournaments. I'm really concerned about his health and well-being. Myself, I actually have a background in boxing and you know they make you cut crazy amounts of weight at a very young age which is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion and something that has to be stopped you know there's no facilities there in Gaelic clubs you see amateur Gaelic club senior Gaelic clubs they have nutritionists physiotherapists in boxing there's none of these faculties you know and it's Ireland's most successful Olympic sport there needs to be massive changes coming in rant over (laughs) sorry so Derek on Snapchat says you're blowing this whole thing out of proportion and turning people off sport I think we're educating people that's really what the aim of this show is educating people on concussion the voice that the two girls have came up with is unreal definitely has the potential to reduce further concussions hashtag serious yeah that came in from Luke on our Twitter page yeah Luke I totally agree with you it's a brilliant device and I think it will revolutionise concussion some of the results on concussion from that survey are scary that was from Shane on his way home from work yeah definitely Shane you know the results are really alarming and it actually made me want to do this show even more when I seen them results Guys, I'm sorry I didn't get to read out everyone's text, but text in the show on 083 197 1321 or add us on to Snapchat at onside1 to voice your opinion on the issue of concussion in sport today and I'll read more texts out later on in the show. There when you need us, we are WLR. Concussion is quite a strange injury to receive because it's not easily detected. So I took to the streets of the southeast to find out what is the strangest way you've ever injured yourself. I fell off a window and landed on a plug facing up the way. Falling off the monkey bars, spraining my wrist. Uh, when I was nine years of age, I was actually walking my bike home from school and I tripped out over it, broke my collarbone in two places. My friend karate kicked me and broke my arm. I fell off a um, treadmill. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> must have been going very fast. I wasn't going fast, no. I think the age has a lot to do with it. Oh, I chipped my tooth eating a bu- like a bag of ice. I can remember cycling down at the main cock road on my bike and the front wheel came off, the fork stuck into the ground. I went out over the handlebars 
and I spent three or four hours in A&E. Uh, jumping out a two-storey window and fracturing my heel for my, on my 18th birthday. I just, I don't know, I had no pressure on my knee from uh, playing football, just doing training, yeah. trying to do like a Cristiano and other skill, went yeah. over a goalkeeper and... I was out for dinner with my two daughters to treat me for Mother's Day last year and I had fallen and I'm sore, we'll say, by the ribs, but they were talking about something that was very funny and I laughed so much I actually broke my ribs. Some very funny answers there. Just thinking of it, the strangest way I've ever injured myself was when I was playing mini-golf, definitely with my brother. He went for what he called his um, Happy Gilmore shot, but didn't realise I was standing right behind him and his club hit me above the eye and I had to be rushed to A&E. Oisin, if you're listening, I'm sorry, bringing it up again. WLR, just great songs. We opened up our text lines earlier and our WhatsApp to find out what is Ireland's favourite sporting anthem. The results are in. We also put up a poll on Twitter on the topic and although there is stiff competition from the classics such as The Fields of Athenry, Joxer Goes to Stuttgart and even there's an honourable mention for Gala Free from Desire, there's only going to be one re- winner really. And that winner was, yes, you guessed it, Put Him Under Pressure. Put Him Under Pressure was the official song to the Republic of Ireland's national team's 1990 World Cup campaign in Italy. The song also signified an amazing performance by the Republic of Ireland national team at the country's first ever World Cup appearance. Doesn't that song just bring back some absolutely amazing memories from an amazing sporting achievement by the boys in green? Stay where you are, there's plenty more on our main theme of concussion in sport as we are joined by Conor O'Brien, consultant clinical neurophysiologist at the Sports Surgery Clinic Santry on how to spot the signs and symptoms of concussion and the treatment procedures involved. It's my Waterford. Waterford. Your Waterford. Waterford. Our Waterford. Because together... We are WLR.